determined in the next few weeks. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Balance of nature changing the world, one life at a time. I have seen a, a change in how I feel. I do feel better. I actually feel like doing stuff, <laughs> if that makes any sense. It's, it's just a, a better feeling just throughout my whole body. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code USA. While you have free time and you're sitting at home and you ponder what kind of gifts to buy for someone, PatriotDepot.com has you covered from puzzles, games, novelty items. If you're looking for some unique style items when it comes to the president, for more, you can check out PatriotDepot.com. Call 844-377-8052. That's 844-377-8052. Or PatriotDepot.com. Use promo code USA. President Trump has successfully appointed 200 federal judges in three-plus years. The Republican-led Senate confirmed Corey Wilson for the 5th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in New Orleans. The yeas are 52, the nays are 48, the nomination is confirmed. Wilson is a state court judge in Mississippi. Republicans are calling him a conservative pick. Meanwhile, Democrats are accusing Wilson of being overly partisan and question his record on civil rights. A Democratic state senator in Wisconsin was attacked by protesters near the state capitol in Madison as demonstrations turned violent. State Senator Tim Carpenter told the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel he was on his way back to work late Tuesday when he stopped to take photos of the protesters. Carpenter was then punched five or six times. He says his eyesight is blurry and has a sore neck and may also have a concussion. No arrests have been made as a result of the assault. You're listening to USA Radio News. In these uncertain times, I know I'm not the only one who found myself in an uncomfortable situation recently. I'm excited to introduce you to a new company, Bond, a 24-7 personal security agent service that provides you and your loved ones with personal security for all situations, including on the go, all via an app on your phone. Literally within seconds, you get access to real-life trained agents that can assist you in a situation before it becomes an emergency. Walking alone down a dark street and want someone looking over you? Perhaps a stranger or even a new client makes you uncomfortable and you want someone on standby, ready to respond when you need help. Or maybe you just want a peace of mind for your family as they go about their day. Bond has solutions for all such situations. Bond's platform is proven. They have tens of thousands of customers nationwide and have handled thousands of cases, including issues like domestic violence, medical emergencies, and others requiring coordination with first responders. I've been impressed with their innovative technology, professional and friendly security agents, and the fact that Bond operates their own command centers across the U.S. For added security and peace of mind for you and your family, download the Bond Personal Security app today and sign up for their premium services. Check them out online at rbond.com. Best of Las Vegas winners each of the last two years. Glazed Donuts is a family business. Taste the passion and quality in each delectable handmade donut. Experience amazing fresh donuts at Glazed Donuts. Located at 6545 South Fort Apache Road on the southwest corner of Sunset. Glaze is open every day from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. If you're interested in large orders, please call them at 702-246-2888. Follow Glaze on Facebook and Instagram where they're showing off all their delicious treats. And check them out at glazedonutslv.com. 
Hungry for the best barbecue in Las Vegas? Come out to the infamous barbecue and meat market, John Moles Meats and Roadkill Grill in Las Vegas. John Moles was featured on the Food Network's Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Now take home delicious meat selections for your grill, and while you're there, grab a bite of the best barbecue in Las Vegas. With two locations now at Tom and Gowan or on North Decatur, you're sure to find the perfect meats for your next barbecue or party. Find us online at johnmolemeats.com. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. Another edition of Sports Insider Radio coming to you from Las Vegas. Brian Blessing, glad to be with you and kind of a roller coaster ride up and down. Sports is back, guys testing positive. Um, crazy time, man. Crazy, crazy time. Hoping against hope that everything starts to trend the right way. In the meantime, we're here to get you ready. We hope for football season, the return of hockey, basketball, baseball says yay. 
Uh, Brooks Kepka pulls out of the golf tournament. Not because he got COVID, his caddy got it. All right, a lot on the docket. Without further ado, let's bring the fellas in. Heading east to chat with John and Mike. Hi, boys. How you doing today? Hey, Brian. It's uh, We've been in this dilemma of when baseball is actually going to start for the last three months, and I think finally, as of today, we're going to be starting July 24th. All the players are going to be reporting to camp in the next couple of days, and I think we're at the finish line. Hopefully, you know, we're used to this as we were with March Madness. You know, it was about to start where things change day to day, so I hope it stays positive. You've got to have, you know, a positive outlook at this point and hopeful that, look, even if players get it, which I'm sure that when these players report, they're definitely going to test positive and they're going to get quarantined and not spread it because we just have to assume that majority of the players in all these sports are going to be positive, just like we're seeing with NBA players reporting and they just have to get quarantined and then the rest of the actual games are played and it's not really going to affect the games it's just going to affect players but you know from what i'm hearing right now baseball is going to operate at 50 percent capacity in certain cities which is another thing that i did not expect you know for the last three months plus john swore to us that we would not have fans until 2021 so it's not guaranteed but at this point they're saying that at least in Texas, which seems to be the epicenter of the coronavirus right now, they already admitted that they will have 50% capacity at their baseball stadium. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out before we actually see that first game and those fans at the stands. What say you, John? So here's the thing. I'm not a political guy. I'm going to just make a political analogy. Imagine if you had two guys working in the same office and one was a diehard Republican and one was a diehard Democrat. That's kind of like where me and him are on this COVID thing. He's like, him and I are completely polar opposite. The guy is oozing enthusiasm, oozing incitement. I am like the Grinch of the Grinch of the Grinch. Maybe it's because there's exactly almost to the day, a decade between us, I, and, and he's young, and he's positive, and he, or maybe I'm just too negative. So I am completely opposite. I'm looking right now as I'm speaking to you at German basketball, Israel basketball, Spanish basketball, all playing today. We have soccer in all these countries. I can go down. It's literally the entire world. And I think that fundamentally, this is what I'm starting to realize is that this is because sports is a business in the United States. There is a reason why I can bet on Austria, Costa Rica, Croatia, Czechoslovakia, Denmark, England, Germany, Hungary, Iceland, Italy, Norway, Poland, Portugal, Romania, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland. And why can I do that? I can do that because their lockdowns were so severe. We did not have a lockdown. We had a fake, like they say, fake news. We had a fake lockdown. The other countries that I just mentioned, which basically is the entire world, people like Andrew Jones that own Cal Ripken's house up the street from our office just signed an $8 million contract with the Japanese Baseball League, and we're betting on Japanese and Korean and Taiwan baseball. 
I went 2-0 yesterday on my YouTube channel. I talked about it in Spain and Germany. And the point is, I can't wait. And I can't, I have to take the position as a businessman that I'm looking for an ROI, I'm looking for an edge. I can't wait, because my personal opinion is there won't be baseball. My personal opinion is we're a month out. My personal opinion is now I'm flipping to there won't be NFL. You guys think I'm nuts, and that's fine. They're going to have a press conference with the PGA today. What was the, did they, did they have the PGA press conference yet? Uh, I've not seen, I'll double check. So he's coming out at 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time when this ra- – I have a feeling they're going to cancel the golf, okay? And so what's happening is that because, for all you listeners out there, even if I lose you as a potential client, because you didn't want to wear the masks, we are going to elongate this thing. If you are worldly – look, you know me. I've done videos and I've done radio sh- uh, shows with you from Tel Aviv in Israel. Why is it right now that at 2.15 Eastern Standard Time in two minutes, I can log into an offshore account and I can bet on professional basketball, which is all United States players. I can bet on Maccabi against Jerusalem. The line is six and a half and the total is 167. Why? Are, because if you stepped out on the street in Israel, Brian, you get arrested when they were in the lockdown. So now they basically extinguished the flame. We've never extinguish the flame. This is the only thing I'm going to, this is my little beginning of rant of what say you, but no, I am really, I am not happy. I am not a happy camper when it comes to North American sports, and I will not be surprised. Let me put it to you this way, Brian. You're a grandfather and a father. I'm a father. If your granddaughter and my children do not go back to school in September, and they have to be in school at home, you will not see an NFL game being played. That's it. I'm sticking to it. It'll be recorded. It'll be archived. It'll be online. I'm giving us – I'm making the MLB starting at minus 180. I mean, excuse me, plus 180, making them a dog in, in a month from today because it's supposed to start today. I'm making the N- NBA at maybe plus 300. On a week later, on July 31st, you guys can pick apart and kill me for the rest of the show. I've said it. Well, no, I mean, I've, we're seeing our reports today. They're talking about school. Kids are going to be two days on, three days off. So my son goes to school, and they've told him initially what they're planning. He's starting 10th grade high school, mind you. Their initial suggestion is that he's going to be able to go to school on Wednesday of each week. I mean, are you kidding me, Brian? My son is the quarterback for the football team at the school. My son is a point guard for the basketball team. You're going to have no after-school extracurricular sports, and they're going to tell the kid he can be on the computer four days a week during school, and then he's going to come in on Wednesday just to say hi to everybody. Come on, man. The whole thing is insane. And then you think they're going to have players playing in the NFL on the weekend? In that situation? I don't know. Maybe I'm just overly negative. And I hope Troy is listening. I just got off the phone with Troy. He said that, um, I don't know if you're aware, he said the Palms, they, they got, you knew they got bought out by Sunset. He said the Palms is closed. Are they going to have the World Series of Poker? No, no, or is that canceled? No, 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 no. Palms never reopened. Oh, it never reopened. No, it never. It, it hasn't reopened. Rio is, is where they postponed the world. They postponed it. Right. So they postponed the world because he called me. He was literally showing me on his camera why. But he was pulled on the side of the road. We won't say he was driving. But he was basically saying that, like, he went in to 
He likes to play Baccarat. He went in a couple times to play, and then he was like, he he just he it, it's like he literally said it's like zero to here. Basically, it's desolate or it's overloaded, depending upon when you go. So you know, obviously, he's picking and choosing his spots. But um, you know, he's also very positive. He thinks the sports are going to come back, and I understand psychologically you have to think that way. I'm just trying to be more of a realist because I'm looking at a smorgasbord, big word, smorgasbord of sports. I got clients texting me going, you're amazing hitting these soccer games left and right, nailing these, nailing these, uh, these baseball games. And, again, when I say clients, I can count them on a hand, Brian. We're talking about guys that purchased packages in football of last year, and I'm hooking up. You know, nobody's subscribing for the. I'm just basically, I'm a good guy. I want to be relevant. I want to be, you know, like they say, we're all we're all in this together. It's kind of like sports charity. I'm doing the work. I'm doing a little betting on my own, and I'm giving out the games. But nobody's subscribed. Nobody's calling up. Get. But it is amazing to me as a guy that always preach global, not local, that I can log in, and I can see. It's it's irritating yet positive that I can bet in three separate countries on baseball right now. All of the players are basically MLB players getting paid millions to leave and go over there. But yet, when they leave that stadium, the restrictions are so severe, which albeit is why they're able to play. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You can't have it all. You can't be able to go to the movies. You can't be able to sit outside of cafes and then think they're going to have games. These countries that are playing, they're playing, and everybody's still locked down, if that makes any sense. I, it's it's an up and down. It's a roller coaster. It's so. Let me ask you: What say you? Do you think that I'm being? Oh, you're, we've known each other almost twenty years. Do you think that I'm just like the Grinch of all Grinches, or do you think that uh, I'm preparing myself just like I did before? That you know, I want to prepare myself psychologically. That I don't want to be Mike. You know, they say be like Mike. I don't want to be ready to lose it mentally when they come and they say, eh. Sorry, we decided no NHL. Eh, sorry, we decided no MLB. Eh, the NFL. Eh, your kids are going to stay home for all of 2020. So, tell me, what do you think? Am I out of it? No, you're, no. Is that a is that a viable possibility? Sure. Uh, you know, you wake up this morning, and Cuomo in New York State now in three states back east. Now they're going to impose a 14 day quarantine. Um, the states that are spiking from traveling into New York State. Yes. And this this could be a never ending. So here's cycle. the issue with here's the issue with that. As pardon my French, I'm not gonna use any French. I'm gonna say I'll just use baloney. It's baloney. And here's why it's baloney. We you and you you're familiar with the geography here. I can leave my office in a, in in literally oh, forty minutes. I believe. Place a bet in West Virginia. Place a bet in Delaware. Place a bet in Pennsylvania. All I'm bordered by legal sports betting. Right when we're when when sports are being played. My I have many of friends that have vacation beach homes in Delaware, and. Buddy. Literally, it's the same thing. You're supposed to do the... Who's going to check? I, I've got... Listen, I've got my annual 33 years in a row, my annual golf trip back in, you know, coming up in a few weeks. And now I see this thing. Now, as of today, Nevada's not on the list. It's not one of the, what is it, seven or nine, whatever it was. Yeah, like if you're coming from Texas or Florida. Right. Yeah, yeah Arizona. But... Right. You know, not, but I'm sitting here going, well, okay, if I go back, 
Yeah, I mean, what are you doing? I mean, hey, you can even say this with the NBA guys and the NHL guys. What are you putting, an ankle bracelet on these guys? But so, so the thing is, you know, now if I get in there, I get in and I go down uh, and, you know, we're down there with the golf thing and the lake and doing the things that we always do. You know, I like I said, are they running around checking who we are? I mean, nah. not not that, no, but but the problem would be, I go back to the airport to fly back, and they go, "Hey, wait a minute, you're supposed to be quarantined." I'm stuck there for 14 days. Oh no, you're adding 14. So if you so basically, the answer to your question is, if you are coming from a state which will be quarantined, you will have to add basically two 15 days to your trip even if you don't quarantine. Now, you're going to have other people that are going to basically circumvent. You know, I've made the drive many times from uh, Vegas to L.A., renting a car and just going to see my family in L.A. Look, there's going to be people that, let's say, Nevada got on the list, and let's say California wasn't on the list, or Utah wasn't on the list, and people are going to basically just fly into Salt Lake City or they're going to fly into L.A., and they're going to rent cars and they're going to drive home. So, I mean, I think, see, to me, this is the what's keeping this thing from not extinguishing is that there it's nonsense now i'm not i'm look i want my rights i'm not saying we should have martial law but what i'm saying is that making recommendations and saying that you should quarantine with no way to enforce them is kind of absurd of absurd and like you said it would take someone like you if you came from that state it would be a hindrance my issue is that the professional players and i think it's unless and mike can correct me if i'm wrong unless you're a guy like messi when I'm looking at all these countries that are playing soccer, I think the problem and the reason why we're the only country not playing, beside the fact that we're not doing a real lockdown, is our athletes get paid the most. Yeah, you have soccer stars that get paid tremendous amounts of money, but, Mike, for the most part, it's a few guys on the team, right? It's not the whole entire team. No, it is. In soccer, they have, like, you got to understand a team like Barcelona that Messi plays for in that country they're the baseball team they're the New York Yankees they're the New York Knicks they're the New York Giants so they're basically getting all that revenue so a lot of these soccer players I mean most soccer players are the biggest you know paid in the world and the ones that are even in the starting lineup are getting paid millions but but again it's a different world over there Um, I think they just went with it I think the cases went down, and because it was country, it was one country, it wasn't, you know, state by state, whereas if we did it here, state, if we did it here as a country, and just didn't do it state by state, we wouldn't be in this predicament now, where the, or a state like Arizona, Florida, and Texas, that basically didn't believe in coronavirus, because I remember I went down south to spend a couple days at the beach, pretty much in the in the middle of the pandemic, and they didn't think there was no cases down there. They didn't believe in it. They thought it was a big hoax. And now, months later, when our state, Maryland, did the right thing and our cases are going down, those states are getting hit hard. So I think these other countries just did it as a whole and said, look, everybody stays home. There is no you know, states that could change their mind based on the governor. It was, you know, the president said so. The entire country was on lockdown. If we had done that... I believe we'd be in the same position as all these other countries that are basically coming out of this, like Maryland. They did the right thing. We, sh- we were the first one to shut down everything, aside from New York, and Maryland and New York are the ones that have the least amount of cases based on the population. 
So let nowadays. me ask you, Brian, here's a perfect example. You don't have to answer. You know, it's just a personal question that I'm asking on the air. I'll tell you first what I did. Father's Day was this last Sunday. Did not see my father. He's 81 years old. FaceTimed him. Did not see my stepfather. He's That's 80 shit. years old. FaceTimed him. My Picked up my kids from their mothers. We went and we got drive through from a fast food place. We ate it at my house, even though we are allowed... Mike's already eaten in restaurants, and again, there's a decade of difference. We were allowed to sit out at restaurants, and my own children said, Dad, I'm really not comfortable sitting out at a restaurant. I, and what I noticed driving around on Father's Day, just to give you an example of the temperament here, is that it was dead. People weren't really running out even though they could. So the question I have for you is, was, could you, was that applicable to what you saw, or were people doing the outdoor dining and going full force for Father's Day? Even if you did or didn't. Well, I was golfing at six in the morning. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I couldn't tell you what everybody else uh, was doing. I, I get the bright idea to when you get up at four thirty and teed off at six and was done by ten, and and then I went home for the day. So uh, I, you know, what happened on Father's Day? I don't know. I will say, uh, been to a couple of places. Uh, to eat, not like fine dining stuff, like a quick sit down, a pizza, wings, mm -hmm. stuff like that, and uh, you know, people very comfortable. I, I, you know, the bar thing with everybody hovering around each other. I, I think you know, you I think you got to be a little careful of that. But when you're sitting at your tables, and if the tables are spaced out appropriately enough, I think you're good to go. Gotcha. Um, let me ask you, who won that RBC Heritage? I was following it midway, but then, like, I lost my bets, so then I stopped looking. Webster. Was it any? So it wasn't that one guy that we talked about, that Domin guy, that he was like plus ninety five hundred. Wasn't he hanging into the end? Oh no, I, I, had, I had I had Terrell Hatton at sixty to one. He was leading for two thirds of the day, and Simpson got hot. The beauty of the golf. Is there a way to hedge that Saturday in morning? Game? Saturday morning, I bet Sergio Garcia at 105 to one, and he ended up a shot back. Uh, this golf stuff is great. Uh, you know the, the way to do this: you play a couple of long shots on the front end and reload on the weekend. Right. But now we'll see what happens with the golf. Uh, with a couple of guys, I guess um, was it Matt Wolf pulled out? Kepka pulled out, not because he was positive, but his caddy was. Mm. So we'll see. We'll see what the uh, tour commissioners got to say about it. But now, um, interesting enough, I don't know if you're aware of it. I don't know if the local sports books are even opened. But offshore, just we can have a little fun and, and get off this uh, negativity train and talk about NFL. I'm looking right now. I have the ability, which I'm not going to, obviously. Um, there's lines up globally. I don't know if you've looked at the Don uh, Best screen, but no, like they're, they're up around Vegas. They're, you know, the sports yeah, books are oh, up. Okay, well, like I'm, I'm, I'm just curious. Like Mike Ravens, week one minus nine forty eight and a half against the Browns. Well, it's you know, uh, it's it's preseason hasn't started. I don't know if we're gonna have a preseason, but it was funny. I was I was doing some research already for the upcoming NFL season again. You know, I'm optimistic, so I'm already, you know, planning ahead because obviously this is the time of the year where I do this type of thing. So in, a, in the Browns, supposedly at this point, um, are going to be on a rebound year. They have a lot of talent, but as we all know, you know, it's not about who wins the game. It's who covers, and it, 
the Browns could come out hot. You know, they have a lot to prove after having a subpar year last year with a lot of expectations. And, you know, nine is a ton, especially in the NFL. And honestly, if that line moves to 10, it, without even thinking about it, I just have to take the Browns as much as I am a Ravens fan. And look, I lost money last year, even though I was a diehard fan. I bet against them because they were laying double digit points many of games. And. As our friend David Miller says, it's just about the number. It's not about the actual line. And I just I wasn't particularly just on that game for the week. And overall, we were winning. But I got crushed on the Ravens many a times because they covered those double-digit spreads week after week after week. And it was. If, and we if, talked about if it. You're gonna bet the Ravens, if you're going to bet the Ravens laying a big number, you do it out of the gate. Because Harbaugh likes to win in the preseason, and then he throttles teams very early in the season. Now, if there's only two preseason games, that could throw a little monkey in the wrench on that angle. And the other thing, I'm telling you, you could make the case right now that if there's only two preseason games, you could go right now and fade the teams because once they announce there's going to be two preseason games, believe me, those numbers are going to move. I mean, you might fade the Bengals and fade teams with young quarterbacks and fade teams with new coaches because they're only going to have a sh- they're going to have a much shorter time uh, to prepare. But the minute that they announce there's less preseason games, those numbers are going to move. Yeah. Uh, well, Brian, let's talk about you, buddy. Bills five and a half, forty hosting the Jets on September seventeenth. Uh it's a division game. Jets play them tough. Uh, it's a, you know, I think the Bills win. I don't know about about covering the five and a half. I, I mean, mean I, I think it's a, a, I think it'll, fun. It'll, it'll, it'll be a know. close game. But I mean, I, I it'll be like an under. The fact I think the games are up. I would say under. I would absolutely say under. Um, I'm looking for Tampa Bay. Where's Tampa Bay at? Uh, Tampa Bay minus nine. Another. So look, the so this is what's going to happen. Is this what's going to happen every week, Brian? Hmm. Uh, the Ravens and Tampa are going to have like the same line. Because they're going to be going neck and neck with each other. I Tampa? Mean, well, I mean, you got the whole everybody's hyped up on Brady. Tampa's minus nine against uh, Carolina, yeah, 48 and a half. Yeah, that's because they're playing Carolina. Right, I mean, right, right, they, right. I mean, right. you know, Tampa Bay is going to be interesting. I, you know, uh, I, I would not put them anywhere near the Ravens class. I think they're they're a decent team, contend, can contend. Uh, are the Bucks better than the Saints? I don't think so. Let me ask you: In your betting in the NFL, all things being normal, which they obviously aren't now, um, when they have the Week Two lines up, do you ever jump ahead and do the look ahead? Like right now, Bills are minus three and a half at Miami, and I know you always tell me about that Miami game every year. But then you have the ability to bet Week One. Do you ever try to like middle the game where you'll bet? anticipating a line move and you go back the other way based upon what happened in the first game? Not too often. Not too often. And oh, by the way, like that Bills-Miami game in week two, not that big a deal now this year. Uh, a, I mean, Miami. Miami's used to playing in front of nobody down there. It, right. It, but usually there's 25,000, 30,000 Bills fans that are down there for that game. But they love to go down there later in the year. You know, second week of September, the weather's still nice in Buffalo. Nobody's going down there, so that that ain't. But I, but it, you know, there's no fans to begin with as of today, anyway. 
Yeah, I think in uh, Mike's early career, how many different cities did you travel to to watch your Ravens? Um, in one year, I remember I attended um, 12 out of 16 games, now one of which being a playoff game. So, I mean, I basically made it to three road games and a playoff game in that same year, including all the home games. So I was pretty committed at that point, which is really cool. I mean, it's a whole experience, especially with the NFL as you're visiting a new city. You have a huge, especially with the Ravens, you know, we're up there with the Steelers and the Packers where we travel very, very well. And I think more teams are doing that nowadays um, compared to when it was back then. It was just a certain amount of teams that traveled really well. And you basically take over the city. Like we went to Carolina. We took over the city for that weekend. We went into that stadium, we won, and it was such a big party for the rest of the day all across that city. So, I, you know, I, I do remember when I had less responsibilities, it was much easier to to get out for the weekend and, you know, go to these cities. But nowadays, you know, I, just as much as going to a home game, I enjoy watching the game on TV like you, Brian. And I could watch not just the game, but I could watch every game because we have – a large amount of screens in our office so I could pay attention to every game at the same time. So when we have this radio show, we could basically go over play-by-play from the previous week, which we always do. So, again, my optimism is still pretty high. We're going to have a football season. We're going to have a college football season. We're going to have an NBA season. We're going to have an MLB season. And, And no matter what, the cases will pop up, just like they're doing with golf. No matter what, players are going to test positive. That's just part of the game and they're going to get quarantined, and it's going to be an angle that we're going to have to overcome considering nobody's ever had to deal with this in the past with the handicapping field, and we're just going to have to deal with it. But from what I'm seeing, they're just going through with it. I don't see them doing a reshutdown, and I hope I'm right. So, you know, like like the other guy behind the glass window that I'm looking at, <laughs> he is completely on the opposite side, and he's been on that side since March 13th when every time we come on the show – I'm telling him things are fine. He's telling me, you know, the world's going to come to an end. So, you know, we'll see. Day to day, things change. And after this news conference, I'm hoping that golf does not shut down because then I believe if one of these U.S. sports shut down, then it's going to be a domino effect when the other sporting events, the other sports are just going to say, eh, we're not going to do it. But at this point today, at 2.34 Eastern Standard Time, playoffs, I mean, sorry, baseball is going to start on the 24th, and, um, NBA is going to start on the 28th, and sh- shortly uh, a lot of these facilities for NFL are going to start opening up and having their tier system for how the actual personnel is going to come back and potentially start training camp on time. Yeah. Uh, Brian, just so you know, I'm on PGATour.com, and I'm on the live stream Waiting for the commissioner waiting. to speak. Right? I, I'm on too. I'm I, oh, okay. funny. Well, I just doing the same thing. Uh, the screen. All I see is blue with a, a little blue, sunshine in the sky. Yeah, in the in the PGA Tour logo. So, um, yeah, 980. So let me ask you something. Let's let's prognosticate this. If there was a line on this, you're a golfer, and uh, this morning. Uh, I was cycling, obviously. He was at the range because Mike is your new golfing buddy when we finally get out to Vegas. Uh, so my question is, let's talk about this. Why, since we're doing this live, what do you think he's coming on at 2 o'clock Eastern time in the middle of the afternoon? Just to say Kepka's caddy got it and he's pulling out? 
what you, why would he call an emergency conference on a Wednesday? What, what's your what's your take? Even though we'll we'll know shortly. I mean, I think he's given an update. I you know saying that all the protocols are in place and Kepka pulled out because his caddy got it. Kepka didn't have it. Uh, this past tournament, one guy, Nick Watney, had it, and they were able to, uh, to go on. I think maybe he'll he'll give an update on the testing protocols. They they may he may came, come on and say, "Hey, what we're doing is working. Hey, we're testing, and we found Nick Watney, and and we isolated him. We're testing, and we found Kepka's caddy." I, I mean, it's possible that he comes on and says, hey, what we're doing is working. Possible. I mean, Mike would say that's the answer. You would say uh, you know, he's he's canceling the 2022 season. Right. <laughs> Listen, so let me ask you this question for all our listeners that are listening, whether it will be later or live. Why do you think, because nobody really knows, that all of these countries, I'm looking at 30 countries right now, Brian, that I can bet on. Why do you think I can bet on basketball? I can bet on baseball. I can bet on soccer. Uh, why is that? Why? What, where did they, or do you think that there's some merits to they had stricter lockdowns and they're squashing it, and so therefore they can resume? I mean, it's just amazing. I, the whole globe is playing sports right now. So from a betting point of view, for listeners out there that have access to global lines, I mean, there really is no shortage of what to bet on. Well, and I, 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 would, I would venture a guess, and, and this is as far as I'll go, I would venture a guess that there's probably not an election in November in all those countries. But that's, True. that's about all I'll right. say on that. Got it. <laughs> You're right. I mean, you know, it's going to be very, you know, 10 minutes after this election to see what, what happens. Right. Exactly, and uh, um, it's interesting enough. Just because you brought that up, you, 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 it, it, I don't know if you're aware of this. You, it is illegal to wager on political the outcome of a political election in the United States, whereby it is a highly heavy handle globally. in England globally. Um, and so, some interesting stats. And we could, it's a funny story, and I don't know if you remember this. Um, a lot of the big sports books, most of them in England, were so heavy on Clinton that 24 hours before the election, they allowed you to take a payout at reduced, like they were going to pay you less on your win. <laughs> and they paid out literally hundreds of millions of pounds on these Clinton bets of people that took it. And they couldn't get the money back once she lost. I mean, it just proved that you'd ever want to do that if you're a bookmaker. Like, there's no such thing as a short thing. Also interesting is that the odds were saying that Trump, at the end, right before, like, the late money move, came in on Trump. So it was interesting, just like you can follow sharp money on a ball game, and if you go back and you look, and I've gotten into it because uh, I have some European accounts with European clients, is that the election, regardless of the polls, and I don't mean this election, prior elections, the bookmakers for the most part got it right, even if the pollsters got it wrong. Meaning, when you're talking about asking somebody a question on the street, who are you going to vote for, blah, 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 versus monitoring where someone actually want to put their money down. It's a big difference, and it seems that the money is the one leading the way. So well, just to give you guys a little, even though you can't do anything with it, 
two weeks ago, Trump was minus 150, and now he's plus 170. That's the so literally all the late money. Or when I say late, early money has come in. But again, that doesn't mean that they're not going to be going both ways. And don't kid yourself, Brian. I know that it's not in our in our toolbox of betting, but hundreds of millions of millions are bet on these elections outside of the United States. I'm talking huge money, and I don't know if you're even aware of that. Oh no, for for years around here, I mean, they if it was ever allowed, I mean. You know the the, the handle be astronomical, right? And so you know, from uh, have you yourself gotten into any? I keep asking. I'm going to ask you every week. Have you started dabbling with any international? I won't say soccer because I know that's not for you. But um, I like soccer. I like the World Cup and the Concacaf. I I don't get into. I don't do the Premier League. What about the uh, the international baseball where they're importing in players from the United States? They just signed Andrew Jones, like I said, for Baltimore for you know eight million dollars for two seasons. Yeah, you know, they, no, I'm up to season five on Thirty Rock. <laughs> All right, keep going. I got NASCAR. I got NASCAR and golf. Okay, right? so I'm let's talk about. Guy. I don't want to talk about the NASCAR craziness. I just want to talk about the value of betting NASCAR. Um, has there any been good dog prices coming in on NASCAR? I don't oh. follow it. I, you know, I've I, obviously followed yeah. all the crazy well, news. But the old Talladega, this last race, that's the race you bet a long shot. I had, uh, I mean, you know, whatever. Everybody's got their bad beat story. I had Eric Elmerola thirty to one. He finished third going sideways at the line. He got ticked at the line or he'd have won the race. Uh, but that's restrictor plate racing. There's no value in betting your word. How about that? Uh, I mean, you know, basically, a Joe Gibbs' car is going to win at Pocono, but they're racing back-to-back days. And the fact they got to use the same car in back-to-back days, I would watch for someone that grazes the wall or gets a DNF on Saturday and is able to go to his backup car and have a fresher car on Sunday. Uh, and I think the way to bet the races this weekend are in the middle of the pack in the group matchups with the middle-tier guys and the guys at the back. Back of the pack, because literally throw a blanket over. It's going to be the the odds are substantial that uh, Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch, or Martin Truex is winning this race. And so, do you find in in NASCAR for people? And I'm not really like I said, I'm clueless. Is, is the chalk because this is an interesting? Um, I think Mitch Moss. I saw on Twitter somebody was putting like. He laid out the odds for the UFC, and literally it was like astronomical. It was like 86% of the money line favorites were cashing in the UFC. Obviously, that's going to even out, right? Um, do, you, do you see the chalk coming in like that in the NASCAR as well, or not do you get a lot not of Not most places, but in this place I do. Uh, Kyle Busch has won three of the last five, and a Joe Gibbs car has won the last five. So their their cars are set up here. And you got three terrific drivers in Hamlin, Truex, and Kyle Busch. I, I'd be dumbfounded if one of those three didn't win the race. So I think the way to play the race are group matchups and, uh, and because it's a, they're going to be deflated numbers. Uh, so I think you go mid-pack matchups and uh, some of those ways are around it, uh, bet in the middle of the pack and the back of the pack as your opportunity. Got it. You guys been watching the golf? Oh, Mike's just obsessed now. He's playing. a little bit. A little bit. I mean, I, well, what did you do this morning? Play. Played nine holes. Did okay. <laughs> he he's been bit by the bug. Absolutely, I can't I'm even relate. Completely. 
Hey, what if he? What if? What if he rode a bike to the golf course? Would you go with him? Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 listen, here, 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 you know, speaking of that, they canceled the Tour de France, and I, I don't know if you also saw they canceled the um, the New York Marathon this morning. Yeah, I heard about that one, yeah. What do you think about this, uh, just to hop over to the NFL, I mean, week two in the NFL, the Raiders get their first home game against the Saints plus five. I know these lines don't mean anything, but do you think that – just the line making as a whole, they're li- they're putting up these lines based upon the expectation that there'll be no fans. Don't you agree? I I, I think they're putting them up. No, they're putting them up as if it's a game right now. Um, I mean, I, I personally think that more points will be scored if there are no fans. Yeah, the total's fifty and a half in that game. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, and you know, see what the Raiders do opening a new stadium. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see the, uh, you know, adjustments that the odds makers are going to have to make without fans. That goes without saying. Have you uh, found any, um, the horse racing to live up, living, are you full, are you able to wager on horses right now? Yep. No, the books are back open. Yeah, the book, books are God, back how open. How you doing? How you doing? I'm asking for a friend of mine, wink, wink. <laughs> no, I, I, there's you know a lot of tracks going summer racing, and it, it's good to see. Uh, you know, the Belmont was kind of a quirky deal. The horse uh, looked like the real McCoy. That's for darn sure. Uh, and he was the straight chalk favorite, right? Yeah, tis the law. No, he was the odds on. He it, it was a deflated field. I mean, but he he ran against it the way he should have. If he was that good. Um, the interesting thing was on the undercard in the Acorn. Bob Baffert had a filly that. He, he may think about throwing this filly into the Kentucky Derby because she was unbelievable. Yeah, so I saw on Twitter somebody posted a pick six with all those rate, and they invested two hundred and fifty-five hours and won sixteen thousand. But again, who knows how many they? Lo- you know, I got you always. Have, I'm sure you have stories like that. But from from the overall, you have you seen jockeys getting tested positive and they just pull the jockey and they no. just keep on rolling. One guy. One guy, and it was way back in the beginning of this. Uh, it happened down at Goldstream Park. I uh, have not heard of anything in horse racing, anything whatsoever. Wow. It's, uh, they, I mean, listen, horse racing and NASCAR uh, and golf have pulled this off. And, you know, the golf, like I said, a handful of guys. Yeah, and I, I think they deserve full marks, you know. Do you think – is the handle going up on horse racing oh, in Vegas yeah. or you can't – Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, mean I, think, I think what's going to happen on the back end of this thing is that people paid attention to this for eight, nine weeks that never looked cross-eyed at horse racing or golf or NASCAR and even when football and baseball and hockey and everything else comes back, I think because they paid attention to it, they'll be likely to continue to stick their toe in the water on it. So I think these sports that competed during the shutdown will reap rewards down the road. I can't get you to make a wager on the Chiba Latte Marines at 2 a.m. your time tonight. I got a hot move on them in, in Japanese baseball. I, I'm not. Oh, oh, Japanese baseball. I was going to say I heard the backup goalie was playing. <laughs> oh, uh, Troy was telling me before we got on air, did one of the NHL players get tested? And I heard the number one tennis player in the world got tested positive. Yep, Djokovic and uh, Austin Matthews. Uh, with the Who is the hockey guy? Austin Matthews. And then there were several Tampa Bay Lightning players 
uh, that tested positive. So it's, now, it's a work people- in progress, man. So what was the statement from the, how did the NHL react to that? Or no, no statement just is what it is. Uh, no, no, they're still, they're going on. They, they put a date out for training camp. And uh, as of this minute, they're, uh, the one thing they're waiting on is to determine where the hub cities are going to be. And, uh, you know, Vegas is supposedly very much uh, at the forefront of this. We'll see. I didn't look into the particulars with the baseball in a month scenario. Uh, either one of you, what, what's the? Is it going to be just like we were talking about grapefruit? One city, one city, or they? What are they, What's the I, game plan? I, 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 the way Florida spike, and they may send these teams home to train. Oh right, right. Now, what was the Vegas? The Vegas is the NBA. They're going to have the Vegas. No, Vegas NBA? is the NHL. NHL. Where's the NBA supposed to Florida. be playing? Oh, also Florida. Yeah, you know, the NBA's in uh, Orlando. I mean, look, I, I really think my, my job is to try to get Brian Blessing and Mike to bet on international sports full, full, full throttle. Full throttle. I mean, you really should for see if the apps in Vegas have access to everything because, I mean, the reality is, like I said, I mean, I understand the entertainment factor, but I still go back to what I'm saying every week, which is that, are you? Is it only about watching it, or is it also about? I mean, making money. Oh no, I I, I don't. I full marks. If you're doing the invest in the time, and you you think you found something, more power to you. I I think it's smart. Did you have? Uh, are you are you actively betting on the UFC? Uh, not actively. Uh, I a couple of uh, the events. I did the one. Uh, when the uh, the women's match was was the main event a couple of weeks ago, got involved with that. But no, um, I honestly I I make no bones about it. I'm I'm I don't know much about it. I mean I you know. So when when they say I look and it says uh, you know location Las Vegas, obviously I know on the way to Summerlin is their is their main global headquarters. But where are they actually playing these fights at that uh, ho- at headquarters the head- or in a- yeah at the apex at, at their at oh the, at their they're location. actually doing it up there before yeah. you hit Summerlin. Okay, got it. Yeah. Uh, so they're not using uh, any uh, facilities on the strip. No, no. And the one, well, the ones that are in Vegas are at their own facility. Got it. Mm-hmm. How about Vegas? Tell me about Vegas. Have you noticed the traffic increasing? Have you noticed uh, like more outside uh, tra- You know, traffic jams. Slowly but surely, sure, it's picking up. Yeah, right. Yeah, How's the heat right there? What happens oh, the stupid. heat index? It's stupid. It's 109 every day. Oh, so that's why you're playing golf at 6 in the morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, uh, lesson learned, you know, they water the course overnight. Well, that's great. So it was only 85 degrees, but because of all the water that was all the moisture in the grass, because they watered the course for the day, even though it was only 85 degrees, (laughs) it was like a sauna. (laughs) <laughs> with all the moisture and the grass and the sun on it, there's like steam coming off the grass. It was it was humid. It was ridiculous. You learned lesson learned. Thought we were beating a rap on the heat, and we were dying out there. Oh, by the way, while I'm listening to your uh, golf, ex- I'm sure you. I can't wait to see you and Mike go head to head. What I what I'm I'm looking at early lines, and I don't know if you've seen this yourself in college football. Did you see that up on the board there? Oh yeah, well, they're out there. I mean, North Carolina, Auburn. I, I'm amazed they even have these lines up. But the thing is, when you look at some of these schools, like Texas at LSU, and you look at some of these lines, I mean, the handle's got to be small. 
nobody's going to let you come in like in a typical game and bet ten grand early on. Uh, you know, I just can't see anybody's going to let you bet Michigan Wisconsin on September thirtieth, lay the three and just go. You know, lay or take the three for twenty grand early. Why not? Maybe I'm wrong. Why not? Well, I mean, you know, does anybody know any more more than anybody else? I don't know. I mean, the question. I think there's questions on both sides of the counter. I mean, yeah. I mean, you probably could go through and pick off some of these lines. Like if you see Auburn's under, it's thirteen and a half against Kentucky, and you're trying to beat the number. Um, interesting. It's it's interesting looking at these lines early because what it shoot, what it, it kind of blows the fan thing out of the water for me. What it shows is. You know they're not using a if they're if the line isn't changing with the absence of fans or spaced out fans or less fans, and you're just going to have Auburn on week you know on December second as a marquee matchup at Alabama catching 13 right now. The reality is that it proves that the line making we can I mean maybe I'm wrong is based solely on the analytics of the games and has nothing to do with the fans. I agree with that. I mean, I, I really do. I, I, I think there will be adjustments once you learn how the games are played. I, I've had discussions with some guys that disagreed uh, about that. I, Mike, what do you think about this? I, I honestly believe if there are no fans or a significantly you know, less amount of people that are at these games. I think the visiting teams in football, I think their offenses will fare much better. I agree. I mean, it's they're not going to be as shaken by, you know, when it, they're on offense and, you know, the crowd noise is not going to be an issue. To me, it's going to be fair game. I mean, it's still a different stadium. It's still a different city. But I think the fans make such a big part of sure. when we make the line to begin with is you take that element out of it, it changes the whole perspective of how we're going to view home and away games. It's not like we don't have the highest decibel rating in in all of football. And I think the Ravens Stadium is a lot of stadium, right, Mike? Well, that would be any stadium, though. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, it's a, one of them. Yeah, the, 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 the communication on the road is hard. You know, the offenses, hand signals, and things like that. You know, if the wide, if the guy could just yell to the wide receiver without having to, you know, run down to the tight end to scream out to the wide receiver, it, they're going to have a lot more rhythm to the offense if the communication's well, easier. What what I will tell you is that from the excitement from the players. So I watch replays because you know I, I you know why not when I wake up in the morning check my bets and watch the replays in baseball. So like today there was like two back to back home runs in the ninth inning, which was like six in the morning my time, and the the, the players were like literally jumping up and down, losing their minds, going crazy. The the, the team that scored so. You know, it just goes to show you, they're like psyching themselves out. Like, they're not worried about the fans. Guy hits a grand slam, they get the whole bullpen, the whole dugout goes nuts and is jumping up and down. They're not just sitting there going, eh, there's no fans, the guy hit a grand slam. So it was interesting to see once you get into it. It's more like the purest when you're in school playing as a kid and you don't have a lot of fans at your high school or your middle school before you get to college. You know what I mean? No, no doubt, man. I'm telling you, we there's just there's just so many unknowns and uncertainties. And listen, I think the odds makers have to adapt. I think the handicappers have to adapt. I mean, I think a valid strategy for somebody listening to this that doesn't purchase a handicapping product is, I think, and this might fit into Dave Miller's toolbox. I think it's going to be, like you said, not only advantageous to the road team, advantageous to the team catching points. I mean, you might see this like. It'll be interesting to see if you see the skew of 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 dogs 
covering versus favorite. And we know it, we know we have weeks where every dog covers and weeks where every favorite covers. But like you said, you're the underdog and you're catching five points or you're catching ten points. I'm not talking about a 40-point underdog. I'm not talking about Appalachian State against Alabama. I'm just saying it's going to be the edge has to not only be to the road team, it could even be to the home team dog. You know, so I, I, I'm just going to, like, early on, what I've noticed in baseball in Asia is the dogs have the edge. Obviously, dogs usually have the edge in baseball. You can't win, make money betting favorites of baseball as a, as a rule. But I think it's even easier now for a sharp $300 dog to come in because, like you said, they don't have the crowd when they're on the road banging into them. And then when they're at home, you know, maybe the, the maybe it demotivates the favorite that's on the road so I, I've, I, I'm saying look for dogs, look for dogs, look for dogs. And I'm not, I'm not usually a guy that says, you know, I go back to 50% dogs' favorites, but, and I do the numbers every week. But I just, I just don't see how a team that's laying 14 on the road is going to get up to blow a team out when there's no crowd. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. You know what I mean? Hey, Mike, what kind of feedback are you getting, you know, just from the, the betting public about, you know, getting this thing back on the beam and their appetite for this? Well, I mean, uh, people text me every day, and they ask me the same thing. When is it going to start back up? I'm excited. We've been off long enough, but I'm just so excited and get ready back to normal sports where I don't have to wake up at 4 in the morning to watch a game. I think just people are getting back to the routine of working, and they're back on a routine of their schedule that they want to get back on the routine of getting home from work and watching a game at night. So... It's we're we're close. I think we're at the finish line. John thinks we're still at the starting line, so we're we're still far apart within the office. But I think we're closer outside. All right. One last time. How do we win you over, John? It's gonna be good. We're gonna be okay, buddy. Uh, hey, listen. I'm I, you. You. I want to be wrong. You know, and they say you want to, like you'll never hear a guy want to be as wrong as I am. I want to get these guys. My whole job is to flip the North American sports better into the international sports. So I need the U.S. sports to come back so I can train them to bet international sports while I'm giving them U.S. sports so then if something happens in the future, they're still here. A man with a plan. A man with a plan. <laughs> and for you guys that are listening, we got baseball in three countries. We got basketball in three countries. We got soccer in the entire world. So, you know, don't stall. Make the call. We're getting excited. We're a month away from baseball, but I still maintain you can still pick up the phone. You can call if you have access to those lines and you have access to it being global. 1-800-209-1679. There you go. And the website. SportsInsiderRadio.com. All shows archived online years and years and years. We haven't missed a beat during this pandemic. And uh, I know that you're, you can't be more excited for U.S. sports. Yeah, I know. Let's uh, get it back. back. You got your Perrier going? You got the office stuff. Yeah, we got it going. We got the Perrier going. It's, it's, uh, look, and that's the other thing. Where you, know, where you live with the outdoor eating, are you, you're allowed to eat inside. You know, with the 99%, when you go finally come to Buffalo and you're in a swamp playing golf, I don't know how the humidity is up there, but it's already oppressive here. So if baseball comes back and they're not having to travel to these different yeah. states where you go from dry heat to hot heat, it's going to be a difference as well with the Boys, overs. you got it. Listen, good job. Check out SportsInsiderRadio.com. Have a great week.
It's the Vegas Board. Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Senate Democrats are blocking a Republican police reform bill. A procedural vote to move the bill forward and begin debate failed to hit a 60-vote threshold. Senate Majority Leader from Kentucky Mitch McConnell says, Our Democratic colleagues are poised to turn this routine step into a partisan impasse. A former Justice Department prosecutor in the Roger Stone case is testifying before a Democratic-led House Judiciary Committee about political pressure from the Trump administration. Ranking Republican member from the committee, Jim Jordan of Ohio, is not happy with House Democrats. Obama-Biden Justice Department, in order to spy on those Americans, what they do? They lied to the FISA court 17 times. They used the now famous dossier, the dossier that Jim 